Happy Christmas Eve Eve. Parashorf is a retrogrades. Timothy Gordon here doing what could be one of the last shows of the year. Definitely the last show before Christmas because I want the time off. God bless you guys. I got my friend Boss here. What's up, Boss? Merry Christmas Eve Eve. How's it going, man? Yeah, doing really well. Um, Christmas Eve Eve. Is it Eve squared or Eve to the second power? Either way you want to say it is fine. It's just Eve times two. Oh, okay. Well, Eve times two. Yeah, absolutely. Um, your haters will hope this is the last show ever, but you you had a dramatic pause and said of the year. So that's that's good to note. <laughs> there was there was an implied drum roll in that pause. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just <laughs> just for all of the losers on Twitter. Um, so what we're, we're gonna do this show <laughs> is we're going to go through some of our our collectively your yours and my very favorite winter of severe sickness and death carols which is what uh, joe biden has asked good american citizens to do what is your favorite uh winter of severe (laughs) sickness and death carols this is of course uh derivative of a very divisive message that he left on whitehouse.gov about um those of you who are vaxxed good for you merry christmas i forget what else he said but he said if you're not vaxxed you're in for a Severe winter, uh, a winter of severe sickness and death. So, of course, we're celebrating our favorite uh, Christmas carols, which should be renamed for all time. Winter of severe sickness and death carols. We'll do that in a second. First, I want to plug the hottest deal of COVID, the hottest deal of the decade. If you're ready, if you go to timothyjgordon.com and you click retrograde academy tab, we now have classes on the, the, the most extreme, severe uh, winter of s- sickness and death, low prices ever for you parish orphans and retrogrades classes. The live classes begin in late January, but better deal still than even those are the recording classes. Listen to this register, this catalog of course offerings, as Community College uh, calls it. The live classes beginning in late January will be Latin 1B. It's still Latin 1, but it's the second semester of it. Introduction to the Constitution in the run up to the Dobbs versus Jackson holding this summer, most important Supreme Court case in the history of America. Tolkien Seminar, Introduction to Middle Earth. Do you know anything about Middle Earth? Well, if you don't, take this class. And even if you do, it's going to be a really fun class taught by my friend. Anthony, another friend, Anthony, and then church history. Those four classes will be live offered by Retrograde Classical Academy. But listen to even even cheaper, even more affordable, I should say, are the register of our pre-recorded classes. You can take at any time. You still get access to an office hour with moi, but um, you could take these at any time and they're even cheaper. The recorded classes, you get all the lectures, tons of good stuff. You got Aristotle's ethics. Latin 1A, if you want to catch up in two weeks and crash uh, so that you can get in Latin 1B, do that. Rules for retrogrades class. That's a really quick 10-week class. Catholic Republic class. New Testament. Catholic social teaching number six. And U.S. history number seven. True U.S. history. Uh, We call our, our church history course, which is only being offered live. We'll eventually stick it on the register of pre-recorded classes. We call the church history class true European history. It was built by the church, but um, U.S. history is definitely there. So we got four live classes, seven 
seven uh, pre-recorded, and it is the best deal on the entire internet. So we're here today to talk about, having said that, that distasteful plug out of the way, what's your favorite Christmas carol? And why do you call it a Christmas carol? That's kind of weird. You ought to be calling it a winter of severe sickness and death carol. Isn't that fair? Well, my question is, I don't, you know, whatever presidents you like or dislike. Okay, that's, that's aside from this. That's something that you would, you would say if you were talking about, like, say, your enemies, right? Like... Uh, during like before a war, like you're going to have a, a season of severe, <laughs> severe injuries and death or whatever it is. And now, now it's like, oh, well, we're just going to throw this back at the American people <laughs> during the most joyous time of the year, the birth of our Lord. So I just wanted to, to see the, the dichotomy there of, of <laughs> how the, how things have, oh, how the turntables, <laughs> oh, <laughs> my, how the turntables have, that's a Michael Scottism, very, very lovely emplacement by you there. Also, so I forget who it was. Um, it's oh, so geez. weird. Was it Michael Brennan Doherty? Just posted on Twitter <laughs> Joe Biden's speech saying he wanted to unify all Americans side by side with the White House message of four nights ago, five nights ago, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that, that said the vaxxed, you're good. The unvaxxed, you're going to have a winter of severe sickness and death. Enjoy. Buckle up or whatever, whatever it was. It was it was genius. It was beautiful. Beautiful. So if, if I mean, if you want to just dive right into a few, I, I could mention uh, one or two that I saw that I thought were great. So many classics. Yeah, go for it. What is okay. your very favorite winter of severe illness and death, Carol? <laughs> so so uh, I, I got to give a shout out to my. To my boy Sean Farish out on Long Island, he's doing the uh, he's doing the, the stay loud on Long Island. He said, uh, Rudolph the triple vaxxed reindeer. That was yeah, probably <laughs> yeah. I asked him to retweet that, and, and, and that was that was kind of him. Rudolph the triple vaxxed reindeer. I think he gave another yes. entry too. Uh, that was oh, did he? Yeah. Um, Steph suggested, please don't come home for Christmas. <laughs> yes, Instead of, please yes. come home for Christmas, right. <laughs> You know, this is this is the new Christmas. <laughs> I'll be home for Christmas if only Fauci allows. Like that would be my like in the parentheses. That would be yeah. like my entry. <laughs> yeah, o only if only if Fauci says so. How about this was my first one to inaugurate the process. Uh, disinfect the halls with not boughs of holly, but with cleaning solution, of course. Just don't. Deck but you can't halls. get that because the supply chain issues. So what are we going to use? <laughs> ah, the cracks in the wall. It's all coming apart. <laughs> there's there's so many good entries. I mean, and the, the fun part is, is that this this tweet, this did not get enough attention on on Twitter. I got to say, I mean, it's the perfect season for stuff stuff that's fun like this. How about yeah. uh, oh come I, I, all I hate you it when fearful. that happened. Oh sorry sorry I, I talked to you. <laughs> oh yeah I'm sorry no yeah I'm sorry. Uh, it's a BBN for underscore UK. Oh, come all ye fearful. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Isn't that the title of this show? Yes. We, we, we entitled the show. So I guess you're the winner <laughs> in the decided judgment of rules for retrogrades. If you are, oh, come all ye fearful. It's, it's just, it's so ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> my, my other favorite was, uh, do you fear what I fear? You know? <laughs> yes. Beautiful. Uh, they, they really they really made mince out of that sharing all these fears together it's like we just which which what i love it now is is it used to be the joy of christmas the joy of the the birth of our lord the savior the redeemer the new adam the fulfillment of the 
and now it's just like, well, what really brings us together is, is our fear of, of the cold, the common our fear, cold. Our fear of a, a moderate cold. Yeah, that's that's what has united humanity. It so united all the left, and they have. Uh, remember when Joe Biden called it a pandemic of the unclean? I mean that that's that's what unites the left: collectivism, squishing the little guy, the little guy who won't get vaxxed. A pandemic of the unclean. It's beautiful. It's, it's so much more of a positive message than our Lord and Savior. <laughs> it is. It's the reason for the season for them. Mm-hmm. The most yeah, wonderful absolutely. time of the year. I love it. Um, <laughs> I also liked Soylent Night. I, I thought that was just mwah, beautiful. You know, that's that's a good one. That's a good one. You can't you can't forget about Soylent Night. Silent Night was too. Oh, I don't know. Um, uninviting to those who you know aren't vaccinated. You know, Soylent Night really invites all the vaccinated in with leaving the unclean out, of course, because we do have to exclude that entire group of people that like 50% right. of the U.S. or whatever it is. <laughs> yeah, Silent Night is too inclusive, right? Christ, our Lord, right. came for, for all. And that's inappropriate, inappropriate inclusivity, right? Christ really, I think, according to Joe Biden, the left, who generally speaking, disdain Christ, he should have only come for the vaccinated. Isn't, isn't that right? Most wonderful yeah, time think, of the year for the vaccinated. I think uh, there's, there's been a lot of good uh, commentary online about that from certain um, FJs about that, where they're, they're saying, you know, Christ would have been the first one to line up and to just show people the way to just get vaccinated. <laughs> the son of man, God himself, God incarnate needs a vaccination. <laughs> like, have you read the scriptures? <laughs> what is wrong with you? Like <laughs> this guy, this guy went among lepers and healed them. He wasn't getting vaccinated for that. He was, he was, so he was not stupid. even afraid of leopards. So why is he going to be afraid of someone with a gold? Right. Tell me you've not read the Bible without telling me you've not read the Bible. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, he would get all of his vaccines. He would definitely be all for that. Yeah. That's up there with, with, uh, Jesus said, never judge anyone and that no one's going to hell. Right. Yeah. That's how, that's how, that's how certain bishops I'm, I'm, tell me they've never read the Bible. I'm still going through some of these. There's so many good ones. Um, oh, little town of COVID. Oh, little town of COVIDville. It's <laughs> pretty good. <laughs> that's good. I like that. <laughs> any, any red state they're probably referring to there. Yeah. Right. Any red state who, who have generally speaking lower uh, COVID infections. How about grandma got infected by a reindeer? I like that one. Classic, family classic. We've 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 started singing that. Uh, how long we've been? How long is it? How long is this? Two weeks, Ben. It's been two years. <laughs> two weeks. <laughs> two years. Yeah, it's it's it yeah. was an instant classic, and and yeah, are now you know no one wants to hear grandma got run over by a reindeer. It's grandma got infected by a reindeer. Though I fact checked this, Anthony, and guess what? Mm-hmm. COVID nineteen is not transmutable along species to species uh, communication. So it's not, so this is totally oh, wow. wrong. No, even though it's an instant classic and people are singing grandma got infected by a reindeer around the country. Right. It's actually, it, it's not, it doesn't follow the science. Would you know? Interesting. So it's not like it came from 
a lab or a bat or a <laughs> no, I'm not even gonna get into that. This is this is the season for cheer and joy and illness and death, and that's why we're focusing on the illness and death portion right now. Okay, you didn't buy for how about cheer and joy for the vaccinated, sickness and death for the unvaccinated. Well, Go ahead, yeah, true. yeah, I, yeah. I just I just assumed everyone <laughs> knew. How about here comes COVID clause. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> I always think like a Freddy Krueger, like claws. You know, when I was a kid, it terrified me. <laughs> like it terrified me and covid is just like it's just like needle hands here comes covid claws. it's yeah. just a hands full of needles you know <laughs> yeah just a just an unwashed hand right and not even or not even, even an unwashed a, hand yeah not even a partially partially uh hand sanitized hand because you know <laughs> if you're not what's one thing we all know about covid that that's it's our interior sluggardliness and uh laziness writ large in in operation before all the world when you're just using hand sanitizer that that slimy filth that they give us to put on our hands at every store you know you're just you're cashing out and you know it's better to use soap and water on your hands and to dry it on a towel like a human being if you just spray that slimy whatever it is on your hands and i don't know what the substrate is then you just know you're not that serious about beating COVID-19 people, which I'm not. So that's why I do it almost nonstop. I, uh, I went to a store the other day and I was, it was when I was walking in, they were like, uh, would you like a mask? And I was like, no, I, I would not like a mask. Thank you. And then they were like, oh, well, please take some hand sanitizer. And so I, I was, I was standing, I'm not going to say the store, right? Cause I don't want to get too far into this, but so I put, I put my hand out and they, this, the sanitizer like squirts into your hand and it's like the foaming one. And there was a trash can next to it. So I like did the, I did like the Ron Swanson and I just went and I like threw it in the trash. <laughs> and I was like, can I actually have another one? And they're like, oh yeah, please go ahead. And then I, I took another handful and I like threw it in the trash can. <laughs> just, the Ron Swanson fake bacon. Nice. Just nice. waiting to see how long they would allow me to like continue the forest. You know, is that, is that okay? Is that, an, is that, can I keep, you know, taking samples of this? It's just. It's uh, yeah, it's ridiculous at this point. I mean, what can how I many say? pumps did they wanna... give you? I mean, how, how long um, did you I want to say it was a good 30 seconds or so where people were literally just lining up behind me trying to get into the store. And finally, I just, okay, <laughs> thank you so much. You know, you, you just rub in the, the rest of the foam that's left and just keep going on with your day, put it in your latte, whatever you want to do. But yeah, it was just unbelievable. You, sir, are, are not, you're not serious about defeating COVID. <laughs> no, not I'll tell all. you though. I I do. There's nothing fun or funny about COVID aside from most stuff, but but I do enjoy curling up by the fireplace in uh, my onesie, listening to "I'm Dreaming of a Black Death Christmas." <laughs> yes. One of my favorites. It gets me in the winter of severe sickness and death season it's what's the what's the reason for the season okay don't just be superficial about this people the reason for the season according to joe biden is covid and when you got you guys get all into your i know all of you you get into your commercialism buying gifts going out infecting other people that's against <laughs> the reason for the season the reason right. for the seasons we come together we celebrate one world government and covid and the heel of the globalist boot crushing our necks. That's the reason for the season. You're all jerks if you think this is about buying presents. Okay. Yeah. 
I usually What's spend the reason my, for the season? I usually spend my Christmases um, offering prayer and sacrifice with my family for larger, stronger um, restrictions, control, you know, things to really remind me of, of who my, my um, powers are above me, just so I right. can remember that. <laughs> right. You know? Right. Because sometimes it's easy to forget. Like if I if I try to go to the store, it's easy to forget if they ask me, would you like a mask? I want them to force me to wear one to even right. allow me inside. Right. That's what I'm saying, man. People, they go out to these stores, they shop for for uh, um, gifts for a winner of severe sickness and death. And mm -hmm. they forget that this is about a higher power. Right. The whole season. People remember this season winner of severe sickness and death. It's about a higher power, government globalist power that is going to crush you under the heel of a boot. And you should be thankful. Okay. Don't forget, don't get all caught up in your superficial gifts. Uh, uh, COVID canes, right? Your kids are, are sipping peppermint flavored hot chocolate. That's probably not vaccinated, probably not safe, probably not even hot enough to kill COVID. You guys all, there's a higher power out there that's more important. It's bigger than you. It's bigger than me. It's COVID, and it's one world government. Okay? Get real. Uh, my other favorite is uh, Rudolph the COVID positive reindeer. That's a good one. <laughs> Rudolph the COVID. That's, a, that's really great. There was one that was sort of um, thrown in that's not directly related to what we're talking about, but it's pretty good. It was, it was Frosty the non-binary non snow individual. Snow that's, individual. That's, <laughs> that's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> Fan topical topical i mean that's just i've listened to that since i was what am i now i'm 40 i've listened to that one every uh uh winter of severe illness and death season since i was 38 okay since i was a At tiny least. little baby in the manger or At whatever least. i was 38 years old <laughs> when i started listening to that one it was a long two years ago that's over 700 days that's how much of a classic frosty the non-binary snow individual is. <laughs> I'm, I'm still going through a, a, a few yeah. more of these to see i didn't know i want no, no, to i want to review all of them yeah yeah absolutely um we wish you a vaccination <laughs> that's that's very good there are lots we of wish you a vaccination beautiful yeah it's beautiful because it fits very well into the structure of the song were you to rewrite it maybe at some point, uh, we'll get the band back together, as they say, and we'll we'll write that that classic hit that can, from this point be, uh, forward, be used by you know the powers of be that captures the reason for the season. All this commercialism, man, when it's all about COVID. Uh, there's a great song that doubles as a Christmas carol, which we haven't mm -hmm. talked any about Christmas carols today. We're talking about winter of severe illness and death carols, which are much more cheery, I think. Um, but so there's a song that goes by the same name under both categories. It's called in the bleak midwinter, which I thought was genius that someone thought that's a real Christmas carol and a COVID carol or uh, winter of severe illness and death. The, the composer of that song really had foresight. They really did. Yeah, they did. They, oh, they, they see that's COVID inclusivity. They composed that song, I think a couple hundred years ago for Christmas or whatever season, but they knew that that sometime because they paid attention to the WHO and the WEF and the UN, that there would at some point during the Trump presidency, number 45, be event 201. And there would be an important 
reason for the season that um, I think Joe Biden and all his cronies think is more important than Christmas. So that's that somebody somebody also suggested Pato got run over by a reindeer. I'm not I'm not exactly sure what that has to do with the reason for the season, but I thought I'd throw it out there. Uh, I saw mom infecting Santa Claus. That's uh, <laughs> it's kind of a, a graphic image, <laughs> but that's also a good, a good. Yeah, I'm not <laughs> sure. I'm not sure exactly the basis on which COVID is infectious or contagious, but this kid could we have been never any, know. any level of, of scarred, right? <laughs> I don't know how mom's infecting Santa Claus, but still, it is, it is like a, a COVID Mary? Maybe it's maybe it's a I will envision like a typhoid Mary uh, situation. So just maybe <laughs> yeah. preparing Christmas dinner <laughs> from whatever we could scrounge together off the shelves that are bare right now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because, hey, you can't go to the store. That's, again, commercialism. People, mm. it's COVID. You stay in, you eat your old green beans in cans. You make a, you make a <laughs> COVID feast out of corn. Green beans, yeah. the things you would normally be giving away at canned food drives. But if, yes. if you care about the reason for the season, which is COVID, then you, you have a good time. Okay, we're getting, I, I don't want to call it the bottom of the pile. Uh, well, you know, we wish you a merry quarantine. We're getting to the, <laughs> these are still, I, I enjoy these entries, but we're getting to right. the entries that are less syllable specific, right? The ones that we tend to all love are the ones that counted the syllables in the Christmas carol. <laughs> And we went for the COVID Carol. I also but, uh, like uh, Presley's flu Christmas before I forget. Oh, absolutely. Uh, it'll be a flu Christmas without you. Flu, flu, flu Christmas. Oh, <laughs> uh, how about uh, this? This is this is actually probably <laughs> this is my runner up is deck the halls with lots of bodies. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't see that one. But yes, that guy gets it. He's in the spirit of. Absolutely. of severe illness and death how many Absolutely. of these so-called covid carols right are are commercialist and sell out and they don't even make any mention of of corpses or bodies stacked up that is what the season is all about according to joe biden and right. you know this guy really get, he gets it you know that's the kind of guy we could have a beer with I just I just yeah. came across that one. He, he's the same guy that that did a spinoff on I Saw Mommy Kissing Santa Claus. It's a little dirty. It's a little uh, blue for this show, so I'm not going to mention it. But um, it's it's that entry is right above that one. How about uh, some people just doing lyrics instead of show titles? <laughs> Away in a manger. Songs, yeah. No place for unvaxed. <laughs> Sleepy Joe Biden gave Jill his used mask. I know what to do without being asked. I'll send them to FEMA camps and make them pay tax. So that was, that's artistic. I swear. Not, not a looking title. Through these, looking through these tweets, uh, the people that participate in this stuff are really the, the, the fun people on Twitter that are doing it for the right reasons, I think. I mean, there's, just, there's, there's yeah. always so much bad about Twitter, but there's really some fun to be had if you're really willing to just, you know, unwind. Just let your hair down, you know, just, just have a little fun. Yeah, just let your James Martin hair down, you know, relax. Mm. And when you go on Catholic Twitter, the 120 of you that liked this tweet, <laughs> the, the 120 cool people on Catholic Twitter, let's let's say that. Um, they're, they're not there to, to hate and to exclude, right? They, these people are there for encounter. They're there to meet each other at the periphery. And I mean, seriously, most people go on Twitter for what? 
to do war. See, I would I would make this case since since you brought it up, Anthony. YouTube, generally speaking, as a social media, is a force for good. Think about it. Think of the the. I mean, I'm not even being silly now. I've been silly the whole show. It's hard to transition to an analytic voice or a serious voice, but the content, <laughs> yeah. the content creation, the the uh, alternative television media that is uh, provided by this platform that's proffered by YouTube is really a a net big plus. You know what I mean? I mean, think of, and people don't also, if you read the comments, sometimes people just come on to, to bitch about stuff. But most of the time, the comments are just like, they're not even super clever. They're like, thanks for doing the show. This was really good. Or they'll be sometimes really clever. Every once in a while, you get the, the you know, illiterate haters that usually are hanging out on Twitter. They take a breath on Twitter to come over and say something illiterate and hateful on the YouTube comments. But the YouTube content makers like <laughs> i don't know yours truly and the the content viewers also like yours truly tend to be much more positive and there's just a net good coming out of youtube but then twitter is almost nothing but hate it's only there to argue the the more the longer i've been on it the more i realize it's there to argue most of us go on a few times we both of us have big families getting ready for this merry joyous uh you know winter of extreme illness and death or whatever it's called was it extreme and, or severe because I, I want to make that sure. that's right <laughs> it's severe it's severe okay um i keep i keep getting tongue-tied when i'm trying to say it but we, no. we have family so we don't jump on too much but when we go on twitter it's to try to make it fun but that's it's like that's not what people are there for that's not what the medium's for and you can tell when when you know you have a genius tweet like like mine and you're getting you're getting them mild to moderate amount of responses from the cool people out there but people particularly on catholic twitter which is not a lot of the viewers of the show are on there to cause trouble to be divisive and you know james martin sj doesn't like divisive um they're on there to be divisive they're on there to cause trouble to hate um to hate on each other and to argue over the luminous mysteries that's what catholic twitter was created for right just losery topics to be bandying about in the legit season of uh the incarnation there's always the recycling too which i just can't stand anymore there's so many things that are just uh, boring to discuss there's I don't know, like 2000 years of things to talk about. And we're just going to focus on six or seven things that I were always focused on. And it's so exhausting and annoying. So when there's something fun to focus on, something that can uh, bring a little bit of uh, happiness to, to people, maybe, or, or give you some time away from it, it's really nice. I wish that had a lot more traction. I mean, really, when you think about it. Something that captures the essence of the season, the season of severe illness and death, is what we're here to celebrate, you and I. And that's that's what what the real real Catholics on Twitter understood this. What we're what we're about is a higher power, not just going out to the stores and infecting people. It's the power of the government heel crushing our necks. That's the higher power. Yeah. That's what matters. Uh this this just to be constantly reminded of that is beautiful during this time of year. It's my favorite thing. My it, my absolute favorite thing. Me too. It's the real meaning of culture. Cultura, right, is not just the people around you, but the government, the government and the people together coming together to celebrate government power and how we could be crushed at any minute by this Leviathan one world 
government of a new world order that um, that it's trying to convince you that a cold is a big deal. That's what the season's about, people. You're Absolutely. jerks. Absolutely. If you just make this about gifts or hams or getting tinsel on your your COVID trees. Don't be a jerk. It's about the higher power, Fauci. Fauci There's is it. beautiful. There's beautiful uh, like Twitter posts of people who have trees set up and they've got masks on portions of them. They've got uh, like, I, I, I hope they're like props, but there's like needles sticking out of the tree. In Seattle, it's probably just real. Like they just walked around the street and like picked them up, you know, and put, put them in the tree and like stuck them in there like holly or whatever it is that I don't even know. My wife probably decorates the tree sticking like greenery or I don't even know what you put in. Why would you put greenery in a tree? But anyways, like literally masks, needles, all this stuff. And I'm thinking to myself, like, it's, it's, it's insane as absolutely delusional craziness. It's, it's this, it's the weirdest thing I've ever seen in my life, but I just, it's me. I need to fix. I need to get in the spirit of that. Yeah. You're yeah, man. I was just going to say you're sounding like, <laughs> I don't know, like uh, event 201's good denizens would call you vaccine vaccine skeptical. Right. Mm -hmm. And, and that's, mm -hmm. here's another thing, bub. You got another thing coming. You're coming to celebrate <laughs> New Year's Eve with us. And you just described our COVID tree. So. Oh, wow. Fantastic. And, well, I'm, I'm happy to keep an open mind and learn all about it. <laughs> we have needles. We have masks on children, our COVID now tree. Children, one <laughs> needle per person. Yeah. Oh, wait. Yeah. No, hold on. Wait, no, Fauci says two needles per person. No, hold on. Yeah. So like, I think he says three needles per person. Yeah. Well. Yeah. This may become an annual thing. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> yeah, you got to check the news by the five minutes. Well, we have we, we let our kids decorate our tree, and we don't do the artistic repurposing after they go to bed. We just let them do their their crummy job on the tree, <laughs> and so we we never undo it. So all of our oh. COVID tree decorations, all the needles are are toward the bottom because of their their stumpy arms and their little hands. <laughs> Do you know how That's people perfect. do that with their COVID because trees? Because then my small children can <laughs> reach them all. That's perfect. <laughs> yeah. No. Do, do you, what? What's what's the um, what's the boss family philosophy about? You decorate your COVID tree with your little little ones, and uh, and well, then you send them to bed, and it looks, if we're being honest, somewhat bad. And so, do you do you <laughs> repurpose it? Do you reallocate the ornaments and the the things to the top of the tree or do you just leave it you know come as you are sort of thing well sweet d is very smart so what she does is <laughs> i remember the last time we talked it's like what yeah. do we call her so we call her sweet d so yeah. she she has two christmas trees she has one for the children in their bedroom and um they can turn that into a picasso piece and then we have an actual christmas tree that we use for the public to consume downstairs and that's the one that uh she will decorate. Uh, she doesn't even let them touch that. They can look at it, but if they touch it, uh, big problems in Chinatown. So yeah, that's that's how we've uh, learned to tackle this. We also are, um, I'm an idiot and I, I allowed my daughter to get a couple of cats. Uh, I never recommend cats. Cats are the worst thing on earth. I am a dog person who fell into the trap of uh, listening to my daughter and allowing her to get a cat. So this year we have to have a tree that's like farther off the ground so that these weird disease carrying uh, things don't uh, just like climb it and pull things off. And it's, it's the worst thing on earth. So it, it looks really ridiculous this year. Um, but the masks and needles really, really tie it together. So, yeah. Yeah. That's, so, that's the good part. 
no matter how bad a job one's children do decorating the COVID tree, the masks and the needles have a natural aesthetic that, that mm-hmm. will carry you through to, to the big day, the, the big yep. uh, day, which is Anthony Fauci's birthday, which is this time of year. So <clears throat> it's a big, the deal. nice thing also, is the needles, the needles, when you, when you prick your finger on a needle on accident, that, that feeling stays with you as a child, as you grow, you, you remember that sting yeah. of Christmas, you know, that sting of the, <laughs> of the needles, the sting of the COVID tree. Yeah. It sticks We're with sensory. The whole, yeah. The, the yeah. entire We're year sensory long. beings. And so it really sticks with you. You remember yeah. that poke, that prick and, and it just, it's beautiful. It just en- enlightens the imagination. You know, <laughs> it does. It does. It's so piquant. <laughs> Even in summer, I think about my mm. COVID tree from time to mm. time. Yeah, <clears> and absolutely. that's, that's what, what best reminds uh, the five senses is the accidental little, little pricks throughout the year, throughout the, the COVID season. <laughs> that sounded wrong. Um, I meant on the needles, folks. All the pricks we encounter throughout the year. <laughs> All the pricks Lots we on encounter Twitter, throughout the right? year. <laughs> remind, yeah. They remind us of, of, of the season and the reason, you know? So that's well, beautiful. the reason that's for the season is, is the higher, higher power. Right. It's, and and uh, we just I know I, I'm, I'm being a broken record about that, but we want to make sure here on Rules for Retrogrades to be real clear that the reason for the season is not presents or shopping. It is covering yourself, vaccinating yourself and, and the higher power that will um, knock down your door if you don't. As you shop, as you buy presents, get real people. Don't be jerks. <laughs> uh, seriously what do you, you guys are going to hang out with us for new year's eve uh, i think we're gonna if you can get here early enough i think we're gonna do a little early new year's eve hunt with uh my friend dr michael robillard but what, what are you guys doing for 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 Christmas Eve? okay let's put aside covid eve and and the the children's favorite hat. winter of severe sickness and death what are you guys doing for for christmas eve and christmas we'll talk about that for a second yeah so actually for Christmas, uh, for Christmas Eve, excuse me, we do the uh, Feast of Seven Fish, which is a traditional Italian uh, celebration, I guess. And uh, it's abstaining from meat on Christmas Eve in the Feast of Our Lord or Christmas Day. So we have seven different types of fish dishes that we do. And it signifies a few things like the seven sacraments of the church. Obviously, it's a pretty big deal. Seven is represented in scriptures quite often as a, I don't know, I'll say something wrong. So everyone's going to jump on it, like a perfect number or a, a godly number, whatever, whatever it is. But there's also the seven hills of Rome in Italy uh, that the, the city is founded in. And so it, it represents a lot of things from, from both Rome and, of course, from, from the church itself. And so we pick the seven dishes. Uh, we invite friends and family over. That's why y'all are not coming. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I was going to um, say. We invite our favorite people naturally. <laughs> yeah. There, yeah. yeah, no. So, <laughs> so we're having uh, our, our priest. Uh, our priest is coming over. Uh, Father, Father Clark's coming. And he's a fantastic guy who you actually had the pleasure of meeting this, this last weekend. So he'll be coming out to hang out for the Feast of Seven Fish. That's our biggest event, I guess, for Christmas Eve. And that's, we just make that a big thing. So we've actually invited people from the neighborhood to get involved who haven't really heard about that or uh, have ever experienced it. And it's a great way to evangelize and to uh, get the neighbors involved and to kind of to bring them in. So that, that's our big plan for Christmas Eve. Um, yeah. Yeah, see, you got to represent your Italian on your father's side. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm Italian on my mother's side, so I can play it down. The, uh, the, <laughs> you have to pretend to be proud about being Italian. 
I can I can play it way down, right? I got a I got a Scottish last name, but I'm I'm totally Italian. Well, my my mom's last name is Guadagno, which means make money, make money, make money, make money. Mm-hmm. Grifting on Twitter, grifting on social media, boom, <laughs> Guadagno. It means I earn, baby. You hear that? That's the way to do I, it. I've got a couple of rap releases on on YouTube about that too. But yeah, so I, I get to play it down. You have to, you have to, you got to own it, man, because it's in your last name. So you know. I'm always proud of the, the, the Italian part of my family. I won't ever discuss or talk about the other parts of my family. So it doesn't even matter. I mean, who cares? You're not allowed to. Yeah. You, you, so that's the psyop. You have to pretend, pretend. Yeah, I get it. No, I, get I, it. I just don't. It's all about the patriarchy. So like my mother's side, I don't really care where they came from, where they're going. Um, we don't evangelize to them. We just, <laughs> It's a joke. That is a joke. We obviously, but yeah, no, it's, it's, all, it's all about so, my mother. She's so mad. She's watching right now. Uh, I, actually, I don't think my mother could actually figure out how to even use a, a cell phone that doesn't just text. I really don't YouTube? think she could get the, the internets. She's the yeah. lady that will, if I could tell a quick anecdote here, she called me and was like, I have this new, uh, this, this new player to hook up to my TV. And she says, I really need help. I said, yeah, okay. What do you need? I'm kind of a tech guy. And she says, uh, I, I don't know how to get to work. And I said, well, what is it? I guess this Blu-ray player thing. It's with this new TV. So I said, okay. She's like, there's nowhere to plug in the colored cables. There's the yellow, the white, and the red. And I said, well, what does it say? And she said, it it says HDMI. And it's one cable. (laughs) It's one cable. So I said, take the one cable from the device to the one spot in the TV that it matches. And and that's it. You're done. Well, right. But how do I get like the yellow and the red? (laughs) I mean, 30 minutes I spent with this woman. Yeah, they make it easier for these people and they can't figure it out. It's like blows my mind. So that's why I, I disowned that side of the family. I don't talk about it. It's embarrassing. If one was born between 1946 and 1963 or 64, then they're not you're you're blaming you're hating. Right. That's not in the season of severe illness and death. Right. That mm-hmm. the season of severe illness and death is all about not blaming your boomer relatives who were born between 1946 and 1963 for the fact that they can't do anything like that. So you have to just accept it and be like, it's, it's a disability that, you know, to, to plug in wires. They just, they can't do it. It's one you're hating, which is against, uh, uh, Santa, Santa Fauci. He doesn't, what are are you all doing for, for, uh, Christmas Eve? You actually didn't mention that. I was curious. Uh, so we will we'll, we're gonna go to the mass. We always take a drive through this neighborhood over here. It's a new tradition we've taken on. We will be doing um, a honey baked turkey in an interesting twist on the usual honey baked ham. You thought I was going ham, and we do one present, one one COVID present, just just mm-hmm. for safety's sakes. We like to um, get them an, an extra mask, a decorative mask. <laughs> And then the kids will actually go to, I think a lot of um, white Anglo-Saxon Protestant people's kids go to bed a little later on Christmas Eve. Our kids who go to bed pretty late usually go to bed a little earlier on COVID Eve. Yeah, because they, they, they're, they don't want to be awake um, for, for COVID clause who knows if they're mm-hmm. sleeping. He knows if they're awake. He knows, he knows if, if they're vaccinated. Been, he knows if they've been vaxxed. So get vaxxed for goodness sake. That's yes. the, and the children's voices ring throughout the land, singing, singing those wondrous <laughs> lines. <laughs> awesome. uh, 
Yeah. What What else do we do? We let them open a, a present on Christmas on COVID Eve. Do you let mm-hmm. your What's your COVID tradition? Do you let them open a present? Well, uh, we have family from out of town who doesn't get to come visit all the time, so they came down and they brought some presents that they they brought. So we actually had like a smaller uh, Thanks Christmas, and we had Thanksgiving plus Christmas sort of wrapped all together with that. And then, so they, they did it with family. And then now for Christmas day, then of course they'll just, uh, they'll open gifts on Christmas morning. So normally yeah. we would go like midnight mass, get home, you know, wicked late, or basically get no sleep. Just, um, and then the Christmas morning is just alcohol fueled brutality at that point, trying to keep up with the children and getting all the, the trash taken out and doing that. So I think we normally do like a ham on Christmas day. I think we may do, uh, we might be doing brisket this year. I'll have to, I'll have to find that out. Actually, I'm not sure. The chef is uh, detained elsewhere. So, you said that it's family that can't come and visit all the time. You realize, of course, that if they visited all the time, that would just be called living with you. Correct. I just wanted to point that out. That does follow. So yes, uh, <laughs> and it wouldn't be as much fun either. <laughs> no, absolutely not. I, I love people that I I can't see very often. That's why we're like the closest of friends. <laughs> we can never hang out. No. No, yeah, you're right. Um, it, it does. Absence makes the heart grow fonder. And in the case of in-laws, that's uh, especially true. So That's 10 times more true in the case of in-laws, sometimes 100 times yeah. more true. No, uh, th- that's what the COVID season is all about, is mm-hmm. getting together with your relatives and making sure that you argue lots about vaccinations. That is the how reason. Do you, also the how reason. do you do this? So do you have them hold the card up to like the ring camera? Do you have them put it in like a plastic bag and hold it to the window before you look? Like, how do you know to let them in? Yeah, of course. While I'm armed, I, I'm I'm well, usually armed at the door. Obviously, <laughs> yeah, clearly. Yeah, I mean, I guess it goes without saying, but yeah, yeah. And I just I just shout shout in uh, uh with a, if I can a German kind of guttural accent at them. You know, show me show me your papers and okay, it That's works. Good. It's been an efficient system. Very few externalities in that system. Are you? Are you holstered or unholstered when you do that? Oh, I'm drawing down on them. Okay, that's that makes sense. I was gonna say because they could get froggy, and you know, you never know what they're gonna do. So you just got to be careful of that. No, My I know. Thing is, you, yeah, we we just we just had a company come out recently. Uh, we had a we had a GoFundMe for this, and they installed uh, one of those tube systems that the bank has. And we just have we just politely insert your COVID cards, and then you stick yeah. that in the tube. It comes through, and then we can check it. We can verify it. Uh, I found a Pfizer hotline so I can call Pfizer and, you know, they're telling me this is the case, but I, I sure don't know. The thing is, though, is you, you do have to double bag it because I don't want to actually touch the card that right. these diseased people have touched. So, yeah, yeah, you, you burn it. Obviously, that's what a COVID fire is all a seasonal. COVID well, that's why we that's why they bring three copies is it's one for me, one to burn and then, you know, one to just in case they lose one on the, on the way. So, yeah, right. absolutely. Do they want to gain access into your your home or not? Come on, I, no, I'm I'm very envious. We'd like to make that switch as well. The the tube the banking tube system, just expensive. It works well. It works it works very well for everything. Yeah, I mean, again, I I want to go back to my very favorite. If I had the tube system, by the way, family would be welcome at my house for for COVID Eve. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. Uh, because we don't. I'm just going to say this, and you guys read between the lines. You ready? Parish orphans and retrogrades. My very favorite season of severe illness and death carol is called Please Don't Come Home for Christmas. Okay? <laughs> read between the lines. 
I'm sure you can't just read the lyrics to the song. <laughs> read between yeah. the lines. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's just just read the title of the song. Just I, just read the lyrics and enjoy it. It's fine. You'll you'll we'll, we can have fun from afar. I'm yeah. actually surprised. So I do I did want to say this too, and this is funny because we kind of just brought it up naturally because we're we're so good at this. But <laughs> the companies haven't pushed more, which I thought they would. Like the whole uh, video conference uh, Christmases type stuff. I haven't seen anyways. Have you? Well, it's like, no. oh, we'll use Zoom for the holidays or use this camera system in your home for the holidays. That's a camera system throughout your entire house that you just put on the Internet and then everyone else can use that to get into your house. And it's completely secure. No one will ever have, have a way into it other than your family and the people that you want to have access to this. Like, I'm surprised that they haven't because uh, this is the perfect opportunity to push that. It is. They missed an opportunity here. I, I'm surprised, too. And also. The mall, I mean, I'm now I'm in Mississippi, people like reddest of the red states, but the mall, I've been at the mall a lot. I'm going to take my last daughter to the mall to shop for her COVID gifts. Uh, or not my last daughter, but the last one that I'm taking. I don't <laughs> take the daughter. baby, I don't take the baby to the mall. Oh, my, my last, well, who knows who's to say, but the last daughter in line is actually living in the body of my wife currently I, I have i told the parish orphans and retrogrades that uh steph is pregnant with our seventh and of course it's another girl we had one boy wow six and and so she's extra infectious now because wow. she's a pregnant woman and i'm just gonna go ahead and assume that she's extra infectious as a pregnant woman so I'm just trying to bring it back to covid but so it's it's a lovely it makes the covid season that much more magical doesn't it Having a pregnant wife. I think it's interesting because I was just talking to uh, Sweet D about this, and she was saying, "I wonder, uh, boy or girl, have they found out? Have we talked yet?" And I don't think we had addressed that. So I'll actually I'll let her know uh, right after this, and she'll be very surprised. Oh, so, uh, seven, yeah, seven brides for seven boys, or what? What's that uh, old musical that everyone talks about? Oh, seven yeah, brides for seven brothers. Yep. We we only have one brother, and uh, well, these are his sisters anyway. This isn't. Uh, we're not in Utah, people. Uh, but yeah, one brother, six, <laughs> six sisters. The my son is going to have so happy that you're raising six daughters to love the patriarchy. That's right. That's right. Yeah. People, all the people out there, I want to take a moment to apologize to 0% of you, 0.0, none of you. Uh, if you didn't like the tweet from a couple weeks back, or you don't like the great, this is being called by some people around my home, the greatest book ever written. The case for patriarchy, there are going to be six young ladies that are going to be reading this and they're going to be militant. They're going to throw the corner of the book at your head. The case for patriarchy, they're, they're lovely young ladies and uh, beautiful and sweet. They take after their mother with a, with a little bit of fire. She's got a lot of fire, but uh, yeah. So it's just, it makes it that much more special to be a patriarch who loves being a patriarch, having six or so daughters who's to say how many daughters i really have we're not even 100 percent sure i'm trying to there might I'm be trying to match up in. i'm trying to what? i'm trying to match up the number of boys that we have with the number of girls that y'all have <laughs> right or, or arranged marriages very mm -hmm. very with it very because uh, right now we have we have the four boys and and one girl so that's right now that's inversely almost proportional we'll, we'll try to keep up so we'll, we'll see what happens you need to get busy Literally, and <laughs> what are you doing? Well, man? That's like, a I listen, family. I'm 
still I'm still waiting to verify uh, whether or not she's been vaccinated and she will not provide proof of uh, vaccination. So, I mean, that's true. You can't have uh, mommy uh, infecting uh, uh, COVID claws, <laughs> right? That's that, that should be a capital offense. No, anyway, we're, we're very excited about the uh, the baby that is currently inhabiting uh, my wife's body and she will issue forth in what six months five or six months yeah issue and, issue fourth is an interesting way to, to say that <laughs> creepy or weird I, you know the thing is is like we will definitely pray for y'all because we we are so happy and excited and uh, hopefully everybody parish parish orphans and retrogrades will, will pray for you as well i'm sure they will you've got like the greatest people I've, I've been with you a few times when uh you meet people who who watch your show read the books and things and they're they're really awesome so hopefully uh they'll be praying for y'all and stuff too but we definitely will so no, thanks, man. Thanks. That's that's actually the only reason why it's worth uh, making the announcement at this point. Well, not on Twitter. That that, that that's a different crowd. But yeah, the people watching yeah. the show are are literally like some of the greatest people I've ever met. I, I'm so yeah. appreciative for the supporters of this show this time of the year. And I would appreciate your prayers. That's why we want to tell you guys. Also, also again, totally different crowds. You know, YouTube crowd, we love you guys. Twitter crowd. No comment, not as much. I've made tons of comments throughout this program. You know how I feel. But uh, uh, so the point is, yeah, Steph is pregnant. We, you know, have uh, an unspecified number of children. Because any time really with a big family, you come home from the mall, you're not 100%. You're like 96% sure that uh, someone else's kid didn't slip in there. So yeah. like, who's to say? No, no, not like a kidnapping. I mean, like... <laughs> You get them in the minivan, no intentional kidnapping involved. I've never done that. Never would. But you get home and you're like, hey, who's here? Do we have all of you? Uh, and then everyone just says, yes. Who's to say that that's your bio? Those are all your biological kids. You, you're never but, number one. See, I've gotten I've got a real risk of that because I have enough seats for literally just random people to be in my vehicle and not know about it. <laughs> you do. You actually do. Though, for the record, because yeah, there are feds listening. I'm not not intentional, right? We're just saying when you have a large family and kids start interacting, they're not COVID sensitive individuals, kids. They don't care. They're idiots. They don't even, they're not even trembling in their boots about COVID. They go around and yeah. they make friends with strangers. They're nice to people. They're not afraid of this tiny little cold. They're they're not susceptible to brainwashing. Kids are just they're foolish, aren't they? They go there living not- their lives like normal during this um, season of severe illness and death. And so they'll make friends. They'll be talking at the mall. And all of a sudden you have to mm-hmm. say, Hey, um, let this, yeah. let this little uh, uh, individual go back with his probably non-vaccinated family. You, the, right. The small and, children are like the antithesis of New Yorkers basically is what you're saying. Yeah, they, <laughs> are. they are New Yorker. Yeah. They make friends. They're polite. They're cordial. They're, you know, unvaccinated. They're touching and, and, being friends and yeah it's 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 unreal they're trusting laughing laughing joyful that when they do laugh it's not a mirthless laugh of the damned you know that's (laughs) that's a new yorker right i hate new yorkers i hate absolutely no actually i don't personally hate new yorkers i just want to put that out there (laughs) i'm just joking no we have lots of friends of the show are in new york i just wanted to say that in the spirit of of covid eve eve but um yeah joe joe boca a great friend of this program you know did you know that Boca means mouth? Did you know that? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Did you know? 
that guadagno means I grift. The other thing, by the way, with that uh, randomly picking up children this time of year, <laughs> neither of us have done. <laughs> it's like I'm always worried I'm going to do the I'm going to do the McAllister where I'm like counting heads from the children. Like, yeah, OK, yeah. once and then there's just some some a-hole from down the street is like playing in the van and I count them. And then like I leave one of my children at home or something. Yeah, why did that kid know so much about the transmission of vans? He did it. Like, he did, I, he was asking questions about it. He was saying, "Is this thing automatic? Does this thing have four wheel drive? Does this thing?" <laughs> but I mean, the thing is, like, you wouldn't you would do that if your neighbor got a Ferrari, right? There are kids, you know, me and my friends <laughs> yeah. knew all the stats on the new Ferraris, the new Lamborghinis, the new Porsches. But yeah. like, why would a kid come around? I think that's the big <laughs> plot hole. Why would you go to like a like a van? like a an airport van and be like what what are the performance stats on this vehicle <laughs> you know that if anybody knows kids it's they will see a van that isn't familiar with a man that they don't know with the door open and they will go straight for <laughs> that's the point right <laughs> right right not so cool. jokes on you because that's exactly what they will do that's true yeah it's just part part of the seasonal magic. Look, man. So this is this is basically standing in for our in not of podcast within a podcast because we're talking about how we're celebrating the season and what is yes. the reason for the season. It is Fauci Claus, the 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 force from above that will crush. Blessed us. be his name. Blessed be his name. <laughs> right. Peace be upon him. You know. <laughs> I, I wish I could say that oh. uh, in in. Arabic. I need to. I need oh, to gosh. say Fauci's name. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just sneeze. Inshallah. Makaya <laughs> Kalem. Uh, all right. Well, uh, God bless you, Anthony, because I'm not going to see you for uh, Xmas. You won't mm-hmm. see me, but I will. If you, I will have the tube system in place for <laughs> yes for New Year's Eve. We'll Love see it. you then. Give uh, the family. And sweet D, our regards, and uh, be assured of ours as well. I hope you 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 get you know three or four or maybe five more vaccines before I see you in a week. Oh, and God bless all quick. of you. Yeah. Let yeah. me say uh, let me say thanks to everybody who was praying for my son who was having a crazy fever and sickness and things. Um, I shared that you know I was he was he was sick and like there was it was like I don't know a couple hundred likes. It was crazy. It's probably the biggest tweet i've had which is great i love that about twitter that's a that's a beautiful thing so thank you all i know you and steph were and the kids are praying as well so thank you all so much he's he's doing much better he's still coming out of that you know um he's rounding the corner let's just put it that way so yeah thank you i just wanted to say that it's awesome yeah i'm, I'm glad i'm, I'm yeah. more than glad we were praying it's funny there are people that have realized this algorithmic insight on twitter the the prayer requests i'm, I'm not saying you do this you definitely do oh, yeah, no. but some people Every tweet, because because the most tweets, the only time Catholic Twitter is ever half decent is when someone mm-hmm. asks someone to pray for him. Anything else, they want to argue about the luminous mysteries or something boring <laughs> yeah. like that, pro yeah. or against, yeah. and um and and cut cut someone up psychologically, you know, mm-hmm. dissect, psych, psychologize. Mm-hmm. Oh, we need to pray for this person's family because they do or don't say the luminous mysteries that they're probably abusive. You know, that that's Catholic Twitter 99% of the time. But if you make a prayer request, yeah, everyone will actually like it and, and say they will uh, pray for you, which is begins to approach looking Catholic. But the funny thing is some people have figured this out and certain Twitter accounts tends to be a lot of the e-girls, Catholic e-girls, I noticed, is nothing but prayer requests or like mm-hmm. the one-liners 
This one also cracks me up. Just like the first line of a prayer. They're like, hail Mary, full of grace. And that's the tweet. It's like, well, I know how to, I learned that when I was in like kindergarten, you know, but that's the whole thing because everyone likes but did it. You think to, but did you think to tweet it? <laughs> yeah, I didn't. I didn't. Dang it. Such a clever tweet. Just picking the first. It's funny. Their entire Twitter accounts, many of them, the e-girls that just do prayer requests and first line of a prayer nonstop. And they get like 8 million uh, likes. It's, it's, it's a sham. I hate Twitter, but I love all of you. God bless you. Merry Christmas. We can now say without the humbugs out there saying, don't say Merry Christmas too early. Um, we're through the penitential part of the season. And they are united, by the way. Merry Christmas to you, Anthony. God bless you all. Thank you all for, for supporting this program. Patrons, hail. Not, not full of grace, but lots of grace. <laughs> Thank you all very much. And we'll, we'll probably do a show or two next, next week. But it's not going to be the three a week. This will be it until after Christmas, unless something ginormous happens. Anthony, God bless you, man. Thanks, everyone. Deus Volt, be ready for COVID year number three, 2022. It's just around the corner.